Hello and welcome to Last Week in Localization, um, the show where we talk about the latest in terms of research, events and news from the world of localization. My name is Sarah Hickey, I am your host, and I have a very special guest with me today. Um, my, I want to say, old friend, uh, Marina Ilari, uh, CEO of Terra Translations. We met two years ago at Gala, so it's really nice uh, to catch up today. How are you? Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it is very nice. I feel like we met not that long ago, but at the same time, it was kind of long ago. I don't know. But yeah. yeah, it was really nice meeting you, and I'm honored to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here because I um, follow all of your stuff on all the social media channels and I keep seeing videos from you and from your team and you guys are always so creative. Um, so super Thank happy. You. And I want to kind of call you like a um, semi-external or semi-internal Nimsonian as well, because I mean, you're, you're not part of Nimsy officially, but we are collaborating um, on at least uh, at least one topic here, um, which mm -hmm. is where, what we're talking about today. Um For those maybe out there who don't know, um, so we at NIMSI, we don't just do market research and consulting, but we also offer e-learning courses. This is like the latest addition to all of the different services that we offer. And yeah, um, on our website, there's a special NIMSI learning page and your course is one of the best performing ones there as well. So yeah, you've, you've done a course for us. Um, that is actually free. So anyone who's listening, um, take the course. It's, it's free. You know, you have nothing to lose. And it's fantastic because, uh, you know, Marina, uh, you have so much uh, to offer. You're a very good presenter. Like I said, your videos are always amazing. Um, so I'm already uh, promoting your course heavily, but we haven't <laughs> mentioned what it is about. So maybe... <laughs> Um, <laughs> we should do that first. Um, how about we start actually with a little introduction video that we have from the course. Hi, I'm Marina Ilari. So you are a great translator and you are ready to take on new clients. How do you go about finding the right clients? This might not be something that you learned at school. I certainly didn't. My experience came from over 15 years in the translation profession, learning from my mistakes, learning from my successes, and I also had the honor of interviewing over 140 translators through my translation podcast. I truly believe in learning from our colleagues. I think that's a great way to advance in our career. And in this course, I hope to give you some practical tips so that you can sell your services as a freelance translator. See you there. <laughs> nice. For That's the course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, fantastic. So um, I like what you said there about um, learning from your colleagues, um, mm -hmm. because I mean, my own experience as a translator and interpreter is very limited. I have a degree in both. But even in that little time, I already noticed how important it is um, to have a very close network, be part of the community. Um, so maybe we can talk about that a little bit. Uh, kick it off there. Sure. Yeah. So I see when I when I made that video, we had done 140 interviews through Empantuflas, the podcast and that I do with Paola Amel, co-host. 
Uh, we are 160 now, so <laughs> it's kept going now, now for four years. And I think that's uh, one of the things that inspired me the most because I've been talking with so many amazing colleagues in the translation and interpreting professions that do incredible things, either by specializing in certain areas or um, providing different types of services uh, within the, the linguistic realm of translation and interpreting. So it's been really eye-opening for me. I've been in the industry for a pretty long time, like mid-2000s. I was already working uh, full-time as a translator. Um, but then again, I keep learning new stuff and new paths a translator or an interpreter can follow. And it's been fascinating to learn all this. And I was really hoping to share some of that knowledge through this course. Fantastic. And yeah, you already mentioned there the beginning of your own career, maybe um, just as a way of introduction as well, uh, which we totally skipped. So I'm really sorry. I'm a bit all over the place today. Um, but can you uh, tell me a little bit about your uh, or us a bit about your own background as a, as a translator, maybe the path that you took as well to get where you, to where you are now? Now? Okay. For a moment, it was frozen. Um, yeah. So can you hear me? Yes, I can hear Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm a translator. I um, trained uh, as a translator and my mother is also a translator. So she, my mentor throughout my career, she's in fact the founder of, of Terra Translations. I, I joined as a CEO um, a, a little over three years ago. Um, uh, but yeah, she's been an amazing mentor to me throughout my career. And one of the things that I um, talk about in the course is also finding that mentorship uh, um, it could be a colleague, it could be uh, someone who is doing already something that you want to be doing. Uh, so, and it doesn't have to be someone you're working with directly. I mean, if you can work with them directly, amazing. But it could also be someone that inspires you and that, you know, you, you read what they're doing, you follow what they're doing. Uh, and there are people in our industry that write books, that write blogs, that do podcasts, and there are so many amazing resources. So I think finding those people that are doing what you already want to be doing and sort of following their career path and uh, learning from what they share uh, is an amazing way to advance in your career. Absolutely. And so... Where did you go from um, from there? So you were saying your mom already set up the company and you joined and you were trained as a translator. Mm -hmm. um, or, so basically, did you have your, your own beginning then as a translator in the company as well? Or how did that work for you? Yeah, I did. Uh, so it's interesting because I, I think I did all of the different roles within the company. I, <laughs> I did starting like I was doing translations. I was doing uh, proofreading. I was doing quality control. Like I was very involved with the linguistic side of the business. Mm -hmm. And then uh, little by little, I started moving to towards the operations. So doing more project management, um, doing some, um, yeah, like uh, multilingual uh, quality control. So different roles within the company. Uh, and then uh, for many years, I was the managing director. So I was very involved with operations. And now as a CEO, I'm more involved with, relationships basically <laughs> like client <laughs> relationships and uh, relationships with with our team members and yeah and also uh, many other things which 
I am glad I have great people in my team that are experts in this. <laughs> like, you know, the whole financial aspect of the company, which oh, yeah. as a CEO, you have to be really on top of. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you, that, that's really great because you've really, uh, like you said, taken the different steps. Um, you started as a translator, looked at the linguistic side, then the operational side and up and up uh, basically yeah. went for you. So that gives you that all round uh, view really on the situation. Yeah, as well. I think it's a really good to have that bird's eye view of the industry as a translator, mm -hmm. but also as in any role really mm -hmm. in the industry. It's really important to see the whole picture and see how the industry works. And um, it really helps you with the work that you do. But I'm a translator by training and I'm, I think, always a translator. Like, I'm a translator <laughs> at heart. Like, even though I'm running a company and I'm uh, um, working as a team with some amazing team members, like, I'm, I'm a translator. Like, I, do, I love being involved in the linguistic side of things. And, uh, and I am. And I am. I try to be also. That's really great um, to, to have both sides there in, uh, combined for you. Um, so... Uh, coming back to your course uh, on our NIMSI uh, learning website, um, maybe, um, yeah, what, what inspired your course? Uh, do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so I think one of the things that we're really not trained in university or um, at school is um, running your own business. And the truth is the majority of translators and interpreters work as independent contractors. Mm -hmm. And you are basically running your own business <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. you know, and like, you're not trained for that. You're not trained for how do you, I find clients? How do I keep mm. clients happy? How do I, you know, make this business work long-term? Um, so that's, that's really mainly the, the inspiration of the course is sharing things about how you can find these clients that are a good fit for you um, and retain them through time. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not about, you know, translation, uh, the profession of the, of the, like the linguistic side of things, but rather like the business side of things. Like how mm -hmm. do I make this work um, as, as an independent contractor? Yeah, because that's so important. I mean, you can be the, the best translator in the world, but if no one can find you, you know, if you have no clients then there's no point. So, exactly. And, uh, yes, they have to. You have to find these right clients, or they have to find you. But you need to have a strategy in place exactly. for that to happen, yeah. right? Yeah, and exactly as you said, when when I was doing my courses, both for translation and for interpreting, um, I mean, they were excellent courses. And actually, in the interpreting one, we did a tiny bit also about the business side. But still, there's of course, you know, the courses are very short, and it's already a lot crammed into like my interpreting one, for example, just using this, um, you know, it's not the same, but you know, same idea, um, was it a year. So there's a lot to, to cram into a year already and similar yeah. for translation as well. You know, you barely have the time to also address the business side, but yeah, the business yeah. side is so important because then otherwise you walk out of the university with a degree in your hand, super happy. And then you go like, well, so what's next, you know, <laughs> what do I do now? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. the thing is a lot of a lot of translators and I include myself in this category, like we don't like to sell. <laughs> like that's yeah. scary to most of us, you know, like going out and selling our services. Like uh, you yeah. prefer to be passive and, you know, have people find you magically <laughs> and offer you this amazing opportunity. But the reality yeah. is, as running your own business, you have to uh, have a strategy also. How are you going to sell? How are you going to have people finding you? So I really hope this course gives some like um, 
practical ideas, you know, like practical things that you can do uh, in, in order to, to have that happen. But yeah, I, I think I, I see it a lot. Uh, translators, like we're, we think that's like a bad word, you know, selling and it's, it's scary. You know, it doesn't have to do with our art and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that's it too, you know, even from the perspective we, as uh, as linguists, whether you're a translator or interpreter, you, you don't go in it for, you know, uh, the business side, you know, you go in saying, yeah, it's my, it's my art, it's my passion and, you know, you just work on your craft, basically, yeah, being a better translator, a better interpreter. And you yeah. don't really care and you don't really want to deal with the business side. Like you said, you know, you don't want to sell. And then if you do, you don't know how to sell. You don't know how to get clients. And You don't know um, where to start. When I yeah. came out of the university as well, I didn't even know how much to, to charge. You know, I was like, well, that yeah. sounds, I don't know, maybe too much. This is too little. I'm not really sure. I don't want to <laughs> undercut, but I don't want to say go over. So, yeah, it's all a bit, yeah. It's well, a bit one much, of the things that's strange. Yeah, one of the things I say in the course is like you also start hearing all sorts of different advice of where you should be putting your energy. So, you yes. know, like you have people like, no, you have need to have like an SEO strategy and you need to be part of this organization. And are you volunteering here? And how about your CV? Did you know that they steal your data through your CV? Like there are just so many <laughs> things like it becomes yes. so overwhelming. Like where do like where do I put it? It is so overwhelming. Yeah. Where do I you start? Like, do I build a website first? Or where do I have yeah. to be focused? thing like um so it's important to find yeah so many different pieces of advice and so Mm -hmm. many things that really scared me also I have to admit I don't know if I've said that like that before to be honest but um for example uh there were also so much around how you need to behave um you know it's all this like it's so easy to get a bad bad reputation and you know just not just with clients but within the network of your colleagues and the community and Mm. you feel a little bit scared and you're kind of tiptoeing you know you don't really know what you're doing and mm-hmm. you don't know what you can say and you shouldn't say and like oh my god it makes you so nervous it doesn't make you confident at all to go out there and yeah and also yourself, with the you know? handling clients too like um i think part of that confidence is so important also to keep the client happy to keep the client uh, coming mm-hmm. back and sometimes we think like the client you know like this entity that is not to be bothered <laughs> the god you know like you're not going to be asking questions to the clients you don't want to bother them but the reality yeah. is you need to form a partnership and that partnership mm-hmm. means that you need to be asking the right questions also to do your job right but also to generate this um trust within with client mm-hmm. so yeah let's talk i mean we already addressed some of it but uh maybe let's talk a little bit about um the different things that you are addressing in your course because i know there's uh, different modules right you can see that you can see that yeah, here on the screen there you can see it nice yeah so first first i go into what type of clients are the right clients for you so i divide two major categories of clients in translation companies and direct clients and i sort mm-hmm. of go into detail okay so you know, what are the advantages and some of the disadvantages maybe of working with these clients and um, why it's important also to find um, the right client, like the right fit for you within these categories, Uh, because not Mm -hmm. everyone wants to be doing, you know, certain things for selling. Like if you like, um, if you would like to have a portfolio of direct clients, um, you might need to um, have a more entrepreneurial spirit you know and go out yeah. there go to conferences talk to people like um but if you um 
don't like that, then maybe these other clients are a better fit. And well, not all clients are created equal. And yeah, <laughs> so I go into detail about that. And then preparing your online presence, what we were talking before, um, not just um, selling to clients and go finding them, but also mm -hmm. how can they find you and how can your profile online and um, everything you have online um, is a good uh, magnet for attracting the type of clients that you want to attract. Mm -hmm. And then your CV and your promotional letter. So I go into detail about how to uh, prepare those in the, in the right way. Um, that's, that's always so scary. <laughs> yeah, I know. And overwhelming too. Yeah. Um, associations, like a, um, a lot of what I talk about is creating these relationships and this like networking, but it's really about mm -hmm. creating uh, good relationships. And it can be with colleagues. Uh, it can be with clients too, but uh, also with colleagues um, uh, through our organizations and associations uh, within the, the translation and interpreting industry. Or mm -hmm. it can also be within a particular industry in which you're specialized. Um, but it's really important to um, participate in, in um, associations uh, as in, in an active way. Like uh, okay. try to find a way in which mm -hmm. you can contribute to the advance advancement of these organizations. So that's, in my experience, the best way of creating these relationships. Um, yeah. Because I, I and I would completely agree because it's of course a way as well to get your to get your name out um, and you know to, to forge those connections like you were talking about um, because in the end there there's so many uh, translators and interpreters on the one hand we always uh, hear things as well how there aren't enough good ones but at the same time there are very there there are many and mm -hmm. of course if someone has a choice between recommending someone I mean how can they recommend someone they don't know I was going to say recommend someone they know as <laughs> they recommend someone they don't know they can only recommend you if they know you right um exactly you need... yeah and that's so... a great way of uh, gaining clients actually like I've had so many amazing colleagues recommend me and I've recommended so many colleagues throughout the years like so many um that's a fantastic way you create a great relationship with uh, with colleagues and then you help each other out. That's mm -hmm. a fantastic way. Um, yeah. And, and you can do this through uh, the, these associations, which is great because not only does it help you advance in your career, but also you're doing something for the greater good of the profession also. Like mm -hmm. you're, you know, helping other colleagues maybe starting out or continue to advance their careers as well. And those associations are usually some that you can just join if you are a translator, right? Or are there other entry requirements um, that are a bit more where, where it gets more complicated? Um, no, uh, you can join the associations. Um, most of them will have a monthly subscription fee, and mm -hmm. then they will have they might have other like learning um, opportunities or uh, networking opportunities. So events, conferences, um, or even webinars, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone can join. And I, I think there are some, um, requirements for obtaining certain certifications, mm -hmm. um, sure. but in order to join, I mean, you can join, but I mean, you don't need to have it. a certain level of work experience or something so that no. if you're a new tra translator, you know, you have your degree, you can just join as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that I go into the course too, because when I started out, I saw these associations as, you know, like really advanced professionals. I, I was really intimidated. Like I thought they were all like scholars. You know, like the first time I went to one of these conferences, I was like sitting in the corner and like, 
you know, trying not to talk to anybody. Yeah. I feel like an imposter syndrome completely, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, the reality <laughs> is anyone can join. Like, even if you are a student, you can join. And even more, you can like donate your time. Like, you can try to volunteer in one of their initiatives or any mm -hmm. of the things that they're working on. If you have time, you can donate that. And that's a, the best way of um, forging those relationships. Okay, fantastic. Because I know in, uh, well, for example, for me in, in interpreting, there's um, a very well-known association, Naik, and for them, you have to have not just your degree, but um, you have to have a certain amount of work experience that is certified by certain colleagues and things. So it's a different, different uh, thing. It's not the same as the other associations. Um, mm -hmm. which is a bit okay. of a shame so I mean like I don't want to a bit more specialized yes exactly so mm -hmm. it's a different story and I, I know I don't want to go into too much comparison now because this is about translators but that was just <laughs> the the reason why I asked <laughs> so yeah. this is good as far as I know the ones I know and the ones I participate in they're open to to anyone who would want to join who are part of the industry so fantastic yeah. okay and then you said you're also going to talk about how to keep your clients when you've yeah <laughs> so keeping your clients because this is so important like you put so much effort uh to find the, this client to have this client trust you enough to send you work and then you want to keep them happy you want to keep them coming right that's like the most important part also exactly. yeah. uh, to, to have them come coming back so yeah so i go into detail in how can you do that and it's not just about doing a great job in your translation, you know, which mm -hmm. might seem that that's enough, but it might not be enough. And in many yeah. cases, it's not enough to do a fantastically accurate translation and you deliver it and that's it. No, you have to uh, forge that trust with the client. So how can you do mm -hmm. that? Uh, and I go into detail in the course, but uh, some of the things that you can do, for example, are asking the right questions. Mm -hmm. making the right comments so that they know that the choices that you made um, make sense. Or you can pro even provide some linguistic ex explanations. I mean, sometimes the clients don't care, but they do <laughs> care that you care, you know? Yeah, yeah, that makes <laughs> so sense to me. They mm -hmm. feel like the, the project is in the right hands and that's what yeah. you want, you know? And then- You're showing your expertise and that you care. Exactly. You want the client to be successful in this project. Mm -hmm. And it's really important to show that, not just to do a good job, because sometimes the clients won't have an in-house reviewer to review your work and praise you mm -hmm. on how great the translation is. I mean, that would be ideal. But if they don't have that, <laughs> uh, which is in most cases, they don't have someone in-house to review this, uh, it, it is important to show um, the work that you did. And like, perhaps you were researching something in detail and you know, share your conclusions with the client. It might be important to show this. And then also that relationship, how can you continue to advance that relationship mm -hmm. and solidify that relationship and become um, a, a true partner, you know, someone that they can um, trust and that they can consult with. It's not just about the translation, but it's also mm -hmm. about the linguistic and the cultural consultancy. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good, uh, very good point. And so, even just talking about uh, to you about this now, it already sounds like there is so much more to translation than just the linguistic side and so much more extra work as well than just the translation, which is difficult enough in itself. And, uh, you know, a, a big, big task. Uh, I've 
some translation work myself and it is very very difficult i mean all translators know that that's we don't need to talk about that almost but it's just crazy that if you think that you already put all your energy into this to create the best translation you possibly can and then all of this other work is on top of it as well and that just shows to me as well how important it is to have a course like this um you know to to guide people a little bit because it is so overwhelming when you just you have yeah. no experience and no training in this area at all yeah i think that's what i try to do in the course is like like a quick guide like practical guide of where to start and how to go about how to navigate it because it can be kind of overwhelming and too much um but i'm hoping like people who are students or or even are working translators can find like things that they can apply right away, you know, mm -hmm. like ideas and things that they can take on from the course. That would be, I mean, the ideal scenario. And that's why I wanted to, to work on this course too, because um, it's something that I see it's lacking. I mean, talking with mm -hmm. uh, students even yeah. now, like when I studied, we didn't see any, anything about the industry or the, bus or the business side of things. Mm -hmm. But I talk with students all the time, tell me they don't see anything. So it's not like... A, Uh, most programs don't don't offer this type of, of support. So I hope it's it's useful to people. And the fact that it's free, it's also one of the things that drew me to the project too. Um, it's a way to give back uh, to, to the translation community, I think. Exactly. And this is something we like to do at NIMSI anyway, to give back to the translators, the interpreters. And um, like you said as well, it, it fits very well with our overall mindset to make things very practical and applicable. So it's not just, you know, um, some theoretical texts or courses, which can also be nice, of course. Um, but yeah, we want something that um, people can walk away with and already have something that, that can implement right away, even if it's just something small, something sometimes a small thing still makes a, a big difference. So, yeah. 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 Even if, if someone watches in and can get like a couple of things that they can apply and, you know, be successful in selling their services, I will be very happy. So let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that wraps it up actually nicely. I have a much better idea of uh, what this e-learning course is about, uh, why we're doing it and why it is so successful, because it's already been up on our website a little bit now. And it's one of our most successful uh, courses. Yeah, Marina. I, I wanted to add something else. Yeah, um, of course. We do add a bit of humor in the course. So I hope it's entertaining as well, not just information. <laughs> that was also my goal, you know, like make it a little entertain, entertaining and fun and hopefully funny in some parts. We'll see. Good. Yeah, because actually, <laughs> and uh, I think this way, it's not just more fun in the moment, but it also sticks better. Uh, I, I think I've read some studies about that, how, you know, because you form a different connection, if there's a bit of humor as well, you, you laugh at some stuff, you smile at some stuff, you like an anecdote will stick in your head. So this is a great teaching approach, not just for in the moment so that you're not falling asleep, but you're actually engaged <laughs> and you're enjoying it. You know, yeah, we've all had that lecturer in, in, in college somewhere, right? Someone with a very monotone voice or you after a while just... <laughs> head going closer to the table <laughs> yeah i've had exactly that anyway, so. exactly yeah i know you're the complete opposite of that <laughs> you have a lot of energy and good stories to tell so yeah fantastic hope it's so useful i really do
Actually, before I up, um, I can't really um, read the comments there right now. Um, oh, there's just a bunch of uh, thank yous um, directed at you, Marina, I would say. Oh, hi, <laughs> so it's please. nice to see that people are watching. <laughs> hi, Rosaline. Oh. <laughs> Rosaline has been on my podcast. Uh, we oh, great. Roughly, great. Hi, Rosaline. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, well, Marina, any last words? Or otherwise, I will find some last words <laughs> some last words uh, i think it's all about a community you know community building and relationship building and that's sort of what the course is about in a way as well and so i hope you get some like practical ideas about how to make that happen for you in your career so those were would be my last words Fantastic. I feel like you bring all the right skills to the table to provide that. And uh, yeah, the uh, course is free on our website uh, for translators and for anyone else who's interested in learning more about the business of translation, of course, but predominantly aimed at translators. So don't hesitate. Go to the NIMSI website. We have a section called NIMSI Learning and there you will find Marina's course and many other courses as well, of course. But um, yeah, go check it out. Um, I'm going to take it as well. Um, like yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I will. Um, yeah. To everyone listening at home, I'll see you next week. And great to have you, Marina. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Sarah. This was so fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye.